from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge Podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome to the Coach's Edge Podcast, shooting the rock at the youth basketball level couple things that I emphasize. Point of this episode is I've had two different parents reach out to me with some of the players that I've had the chance to work with that have attended some of my stuff. And they've talked about how, you know, their son or daughter's not shooting the basketball well. And, you know, if I had any tips or be able to work with them, anything going on from a shooting standpoint. And then we just ran a fourth through eighth grade shooting clinic this past weekend. So let's touch on a couple things that I recommend for young shooters, the young shooters. And I like to keep it very, very simple. And one thing that I tell parents and coaches for those that are interested in improving a young player's shot is I don't worry about it a whole lot. You know, we talk a lot about ball handling, finishing, pivoting, being able to defend and stay in front of the ball. Um, we really encourage kids to be aggressive and make mistakes and shooting is not something that we talk about a whole lot. And we start to dig into it at about the fifth grade level. Okay. So if you're working with a player, your son or daughter, or you coach a youth basketball team and they're fourth grade and below, there are things that we talk about from a shooting standpoint, but it's more about giving them information And giving them an idea on two main things at really the fourth grade level and below, teaching them a good way to hold the ball and a stance. Those are really the the two main ones that we like to explain to our kids. And so let's talk hands first. Center the hand to the center of the ball. Now, players are going to feel comfortable with a couple different holds, So again, God didn't make you just like somebody else. So you could be pointer finger to the middle, middle finger to the middle, or splitting those two fingers to the middle of the ball. But I just don't see a lot of players that can really shoot it if their pointer finger gets out to the side of the ball, like out on the outside of the ball. I just don't see that very often. And um, if your middle finger kind of ring finger-ish to the center of the ball, that's really going to mess with the wrist. And uh, you're really going to struggle shooting the basketball straight from there. You're going to end up turning your wrist on your follow through to try to get it to go straight, which is a struggle as well. So I give them some wiggle room, but within some parameters as far as the hold of the shooting hand on the ball. And with the thumb, I mean, if if their thumb is kind of wide, you don't want the thumb going in front of the palm when they're holding the ball. You don't want the thumb up by the pointer finger. If it's around 90 degrees and comfortable for them, that can give them a good solid kind of base and hold on the ball. That is great because if the ball's not balanced, we're in trouble. We talk a lot about being on balance with our feet, which I'll talk about in a second. But maybe we need to talk more about being balanced with our hands because that's really how we break down at our, especially our younger shooting camps with players who had just haven't had experience with me and, and shooting the basketball a ton. So we talk about how we can balance that basketball in that hand. And then we build in our guide hand. And 
simple cue I got. I think this was from Dave Love. Uh, was talking about you know, the guide hand, those fingers to the ceiling. And it's a great cue because when you bring the basketball up to shoot, is your guide hand, are, are those fingers going up to the ceiling? If they're not and they're more behind the ball, players are more likely to push with that guide hand. If their hand is on the front of the ball and players are kind of shooting with that resistance, Obviously, you can get your fingers and guide hand underneath the ball, which is an issue, and on top of the ball as well. And so when you hold the basketball with your guide hand and you see that hand on the side of the ball and you, and you look, are those fingers to the sky as you're bringing the basketball up? That takes care of a lot of other issues. It takes care of a lot of other issues. So that was a really great teaching point that um, I heard from him is when you bring the basketball up. And what I mean by up is when you get to the point where your palm is to the ceiling, it's your guide hand of those fingers to the sky. And then we can hold that position more or less to the finish of the shot. Now, some players, when they shoot it, myself included, that that guide hand on the finish, those fingers might kind of slowly go like a little bit towards the rim, like not as straight. Um, but in my experience, that's kind of delayed after the ball's already gone and it's just kind of really relaxed more so than um, pushing or anything with, with the guide hand. So I hope that makes sense. So that's a little bit of hope. We've, we've, you know, again, I'm keeping this super basic. We've done, you know, full summer long shooting series with, you know, can talk about more of the high school age players but for the youth basketball level, center the hand of the center of the ball. We've talked about the shooting hand thumb, getting it wide enough that we can balance the basketball with, with one hand, right. And work on turning. So, I like our kids to look at the basketball, hold it out in one hand in front of them. And then can they bring the basketball up, turn it so it's balanced with that palm to the ceiling? Can they do that all one-handed? And if they have the ability to balance the ball with one hand, now they're not going to overcompensate by trying to balance the ball when they put their guide hand on. So that's a that's a big one. And something that we've changed, we, we used to, you know, I was just thinking more of older players. And so as I get that guide hand on, like we're good. And then we went back again to the one hand form shooting because the balance part is so key. Uh, guide hands we talked about super simple. We all know it should be on the side of the ball. Some people go T T some type of look with their two thumbs. Uh, that's been pretty helpful for some players as well. But the best one that I've seen is, you know, Guide hand on the side of the ball, fingers to the sky as the basketball comes up. Boom, that's a great shooting position. And let's talk about the base. And when it comes to the base, everybody's base is a little bit different as far as a width standpoint. But generally, a player who's shooting around shoulder width is going to have enough base that they have the balance, but they'll be narrow enough that they can bounce, that they have some rhythm, they have some pop off the floor. And that's the best of both worlds that we want. You get kids that'll get real narrow in their stance. Usually they can bounce, they have some rhythm, but they lose the balance. You get kids that are in a real wide base where well, they have some balance, but they can lose some of the pop, that pop up, that quick release, that, you know, coming off of a screen, quick kick out, just down and up, real pretty shot. And they can struggle because they lack that with their stance. And so, um, it's not a specific distance or measuring or anything like that that we give our kids. It's different for everybody, but we want them wide enough that they have balance. We want them narrow enough that they can bounce. 
and we have them practice that and kind of feel what that's like with some of the drills that we do. We call them rhythm shooting drills. And from a stance standpoint, so that's the width aspect of your stance, but there's also the depth aspect of your stance. And I want their shooting foot, the dominant foot in front. Absolutely want it in front. That's going to align the shooting side of your body. It's right hand, right? Right shoulder, right hip, right foot, all, all the way through that line, right? Into my follow through. So if I want that to be my shot line, I want that foot to be in front, but how far in front, you know, and it, I want it pretty minimal. If we get into a big staggered stance, kids end up pushing the ball. They're always stepping over the three-point line. Shot gets very flat. They're not lifting underneath it. And it's also a difficult stance to get into quickly when they're in a game and they got to pull it against a contest. And so with that in mind, we also don't want the stance to be totally squared off. You know, where if, if you took a ruler or straight edge and it was left foot to right foot and they were straight across, we don't want that because in order for us to get in that shot line and, and shooting shoulder to the rim, players have to twist throughout their shot motion to get into that shot line. We want to start in that shot line so we have the right foot in front. Easy guide is if you were right-handed, you take the tip of your left shoe, put it into the arch of your right foot, anywhere in there you feel comfortable. Again, most people's arch is going to be a few inches, right? Three, four, as you get older, arch your shoe. And then from that position, just bring it out until you feel like, okay, I have a good wide base and I can still pop off the floor. And that's the depth of my stance. Pretty simple right there. Um, so that's super easy to demonstrate, super easy to show the kids. They can like, you know, feel good about that base your stance, the line. Yep. Okay. So we teach that quick. I mean, very quick and it, it sticks. It's easy to explain. We, we demonstrate it, you know, so they see it. They, we have uh, one of our coaches come out and shoot. We'll have the players um, experience all of those things, you know, even without a basket, just to feel the base, some of the rhythm, the bounce. Um, and then, you know, we build into more competitive and shooting drills and get a little more complex, but um, it's pretty efficient with how we teach those basic things for some of our younger players, uh, even getting up into, you know, seventh and eighth grade, if they're still pretty raw with learning how to shoot, those things can give them a good base. And then we talk about phase one of our form shooting and, and phase one is we get we lift the basketball up so that our palm is facing the ceiling and then we, we just concentrate on the follow-through like we just concentrate on the finish of that shot we build our shot in through that um you know, as, you know some players will, coaches will start different hey that's fine like you know i'm not saying you're wrong if you do it differently like I'm sure you if it works do it right um you know what we found is this really works so with that in mind, if we have a player who brings the basketball up and their palm is to the ceiling, right? And then they shoot that shot, right? And so there's a position where they feel comfortable where their palm is underneath the ball and then they get into their follow-through. We talk about elbow above the eyebrow on the finish. So they're comfortable there. And then we talk about, okay, that position we just worked on, we're shooting through that spot. We're not stopping at that spot. So as a player brings it up, whether it's off the catch, off the dribble, right side, left side, 
when we worked on lifting the ball to a point where our hand was underneath the ball, palm to the ceiling, when we get to that position, we're not stopping there. We're shooting through that position with a strong elbow drive, right? Just being aggressive, aggressive, aggressive with that elbow coming through the ball, strong snap of the wrist and just letting that thing go, letting that thing go, feeling that thing flip off those off those center fingers, pointer finger, middle finger. Let that baby sink. See that backspin. Oh, it's a beautiful, oh man, that's the best sound in the world. A swish where you shoot it with good backspin and the swish. Ah, oh, man, it's so good. So we really talk about those basics, hand placement, stance, and the motion of the ball, right? As you talk about the motion of the ball, it's going to lead to efficiency, simplicity, uh, quick release. It's going to incorporate some of the power aspects because kids will kind of stop their shot and then uh, won't have any power to get through from farther away. So it takes care of a lot of the power aspects. And then we get more detailed and complex and add drills and shooting situations and, and more decision-making into the shooting that we do. Um, it's, it's just, it's helpful, right? And we even do that at younger ages. I'm just not as picky with if the kids are doing it as much, I just want them to know it. And I say that because we've had some kids that were really students of the game who had some pretty funky kind of shots when they were uh, a youth player, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, but they knew from our instruction what they were supposed to do. Just from a physical standpoint, they weren't able to quite put it into play yet, but they knew it. Right. And so as their body started to catch up with their mind, like their mind was ahead of their body, right? Their body starts to catch up with their mind and the knowledge that they already have and their shot transforms and boom, they're taken off. And so like I have a eight-year-old daughter. She's not a huge basketball fan. She likes basketball. I don't know if she's ever going to love it. And we talk about some of those basics of shooting, a little youth basketball league and stuff like that. Now, her shot is not a beautiful shot, right? But she can explain it to you. You know, if I did it, she'd be able to show what it looks like, right? And I I believe, because I've seen it with other players we've worked with that have aged up, is that if she knows what she's supposed to do, she's seen it, she continues to practice. Once her body catches up to her mind, then you get that click, and then you get this big jump, Right? which is super exciting when the kids take the big jump and we'll see that quite often where you get the click of the mind and the body working together. And then if a kid starts to apply like the getting their reps in, oh man, then they can become an elite, elite shooter, right? Consistently putting in the work. You know, nobody gets good at anything without putting in the work, right? We all know that. So I hope that makes sense. Those Let's just review a couple things and I want to share a, a few more. Um, I'm not going to get into our four phases of form shooting. We've talked about that in a previous podcast, and I don't talk about that with our young kids. Um, if you're looking at a player take a shot, there's a lot of things that you may want to correct. But think about those three things that I've talked about first, hand placement, stance, and we're moving through our phase one position 
you know, or that, that hand to the ceiling. We're moving through that position, not holding at that position, um, getting our palm to the ceiling before we get into our finish is something that we try to emphasize as, as a, at a young age. Now, a couple tidbits, a lot of power in your hips. We don't talk about the legs a whole lot. So you'll hear coaches say, Hey, use your legs more, use your legs more. I don't, you're not going to hear me say we got to use our legs more. We talk about loading. So you load hips, knees, ankles, and the lower body, you load shoulder, elbow, wrist, and the upper body. Those are your levers, right? And so as a young player, simple cue, hips back, chest up, hips back, chest up. Some players will make the mistake, even if they do put their hips back, they'll collapse their chest. And so as they lift the basketball up into their shot, they're moving their whole torso almost like they're doing a back extension. Like if you've been in the weight room, you do those back extensions, you kind of lean over that whatever machine it is and you get that back extension, you're coming up. It's like players are doing a back extension when they take their jump shot because they think I need to get low and then I need to get up, right? And so some kids will use too much legs. Other kids will bend the torso. And really, I want you to get your hips back, keep your chest up, and then as we begin to unload hips, knees, ankles, then we start to attach and time, timing, the motion of the basketball, right? And it's a beautiful thing because um, the motion of the ball is huge, huge, huge. So let's just think about this. The ball has farther to travel than the body. If my hips are back six inches, well, I'm through that motion in six inches. That can happen pretty fast. What about the ball? If the ball's at my belly button, I mean, it's got four or five feet to travel before it leaves my finger. And obviously not that long if you're in fourth grade, but you get the point, right? Their hips are only back a few inches. Ball has multiple feet to travel. So the ball is moving first. As the ball starts to move its way up the body, and you get into more of the position where your hand is underneath the ball, then you're attaching hips, knees, ankles. And so now you have so much power in your shot because the timing is on point. The players can really sing that ball, baby. I mean, they, they can light that ball with a lot of power, even if they're not very strong, you know, and, and you, again, it's a, you don't need to be strong to have range. You don't you need to be strong to have a lot of power in your shot. You don't, right. It's just more of, loading our levers and then timing it with the movement of the basketball coming up and out. And that's how we get power in our shot. Um, so that's something that you can think about as your players start to get a little bit older, but right now let's, we want them to number one, we want them to have fun. So I want them pretty close to the basket. I want them making a lot of shots. And if their hands are in a good position, their feet are in a good position, and then they're working on keeping the basketball moving and incorporating those hips being back, I think they're going to be in really, 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 really good shape as they age up and we get more detailed with specific target point, stance, footwork options, um, different types of situational shots and how those things might look a little bit different. And then we can start to critique a little bit of fine-tuning the hand placement, the follow-through, the 
kind of that lift to set point, what's that height at for a specific player, everybody's going to be a little bit different, all that fun stuff. So um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it makes sense. If you have questions about it, hit me up. I mean, so, some of you have been hitting me up, which has been awesome. Contact at KramerBasketball.com. And it also gives me some good topics of what coaches are interested in and want to talk about. In this case, lately, there's been a topic on youth basketball shooting. Thanks for listening. Get after today.